Faith, Hope and Love, episode 257, the 30th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year A. The Gospel values included in the readings this weekend are Love God, Love Your Neighbour as Yourself. And of course, Justice, especially to the stranger and the outcast. There are many examples of how even after the busiest of days, our Lord would go up into the hills to a lonely place and spend the night in prayer to his heavenly Father. So it's fair to say our Lord's whole life was to worship and praise the Father. There are also many examples of how our Lord spent himself in complete service of others. His whole life was one act of service and love to his neighbour, that is, all who are in need around him. These two complete realities must be seen as two sides of the same coin, and they're not in any way in contradiction. In fact, the great Saint John Chrysostom once said, I cannot believe in the salvation of those people who do not work for the salvation of their neighbours. Another great monk was once heard to say to his brothers when they focused too much on rules and not on the heart of the gospel, My friends, you have torn the gospel in two. There are two great commandments. Show your love for God by how you love your neighbour, just as you would love and care for yourself. Or perhaps it's more accurate to say there really is only one commandment, to love, which has two facets to it. In any case, trying to split the two commandments seriously distorts Christ's gospel. Everything our Lord did was primarily motivated by the love that flowed out of him as God the Son. This is another example of the cross of Jesus, the suffering that comes from living in right relationship with the Father and with one another, whilst always keeping front and centre the point of this way of living. Love. Reverence. Compassion. Because in the end, it's all about love. Love of God shown by how we love our neighbour. This is Faith, Hope and Love. Let hearts that seek the Lord rejoice, turn to the Lord and his strength, constantly seek his face. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace to you, and peace from God our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Hello everyone, and may God's spirit of counsel and fortitude abide in all of us. Coming together as brothers and sisters in Christ, let's pause and reflect upon our sins in order to celebrate worthily the Holy Eucharist.
Lord Jesus, you call your people to turn away from sin. Lord, have mercy. You teach us wisdom and write your truth in our inmost heart. Christ, have mercy. You forgive sins through the ministry of reconciliation. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great Let us pray. Almighty ever-living God, increase our faith, hope and charity and make us love what you command so that we may merit what you promise. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Exodus. Thus says the Lord, You shall not wrong or oppress a resident alien, for you were aliens in the land of Egypt. You shall not abuse any widow or orphan. If you do abuse them, when they cry out to me, I will surely heed their cry. My wrath will burn, and I will kill you with the sword, and your wives shall become widows, and your children orphans. If you lend money to my people, to the poor one among you, you shall not deal with them as a creditor, 
you shall not exact interest from them. If you take your neighbour's cloak in pawn, you shall restore it to that person before the sun goes down, for it may be their only clothing to use as cover. In what else shall that person sleep? And if that person cries out to me, I will listen, for I am compassionate. The Word of the Lord I love you, Lord, my strength. I love you, Lord, my strength, my rock, my fortress, my saviour. God, you are the rock where I take refuge, my shield, my mighty help, my stronghold. You, Lord, are worthy of all praise. When I call, I am saved from my foes. Long life to you, Lord, my rock. Praise to you, God, who saves me. You have given great victories to your King and shown your love for your anointed. I love you, Lord, my strength. A reading from the first letter of St Paul to the Thessalonians. Brothers and sisters, you know what kind of persons we proved to be among you for your sake. And you became imitators of us and of the Lord. For in spite of persecution, you received the word with joy, inspired by the Holy Spirit, so that you became an example to all the believers in Macedonia and in Achaia. For the word of the Lord has sounded forth from you not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but in every place your faith in God has become known, so that we have no need to speak about it. For the people of those regions report about us what kind of welcome we had among you, and how you turned to God from idols, to serve a living and true God, and to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus who rescues us from the wrath that is coming. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia love me will keep my words, and my Father will love them, and we will come to them. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Chapter 22, verses 34 to 40. 
When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him. Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbour as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. The Gospel of the Lord Several years ago, I was living and working in Fortitude Valley in a parish there, and a, a rather scruffy young man was camping outside my residence for about four or five days. He never asked for anything from me. He kept his surroundings quite clean. Of course, I'd nod to him each time I arrived home, but other than that, there was no conversation, no interaction. So I just figured he wanted to be left alone and just needed a place to sleep. But after a few days I couldn't stand it any longer and I found out from a brief conversation with him that he was in fact homeless and had nowhere else to go. So I decided I'd drive him to St Vincent de Paul Hostel in South Brisbane. I'd pay for a week's accommodation for him, make sure that he was looked after now I'm telling you this with no pride at all. In fact, it's a guilty admission. I did not know this man. I did not love this man or really want to listen to his life story. I simply wanted to pass him on and not have to feel any guilt for my comfortable and secure life. Now I could argue that I helped him and was doing what a priest should do. I was doing the Christian act. But the intention was far from caring. I realised that my proclaiming that I love God was only true when it felt comfortable and when my neighbour was grateful and non-demanding. It was quite clear to me that my neighbour at this time was a poor, scruffy, non-grateful, unclean, addicted man. I didn't think of him as a Christ figure. In fact, I closed my mind to the possibility that this was an invitation to be the hands, voice and heart of Jesus. You see, loving God with all my heart, soul and mind started to get rather uncomfortable and demanding. I had trouble seeing God in the faces of those who needed my help. Now for the Israelites, the stranger ceases to feel estranged when they're shown hospitality. It's therefore regarded as one of the primary virtues in Exodus where we are reminded that they themselves had been poor and strangers. And just as God had taken pity on them, so they were to take pity on the stranger and the outsider in return. They were commanded to love the stranger as they loved themselves. They were to look into their own hearts and remember the time when they were out of their element. So the act of hospitality turns the stranger into a guest who then is sacred and given the protection of the host. Of course, the ultimate offer of hospitality is the offer of love. 
Often the real stranger is not just the person we don't know, but sometimes it's the person we don't want to know, the person we refuse to love. They can often be someone we know well or even be a family member, but we treat them as someone we don't want to get too close to. There can be strangers in our own house, in our own parish, still waiting to be welcomed and accepted. And sometimes these strangers come to our land by the boatload from other countries and can threaten us by their very presence. They may have a language and customs that we do not understand. Now, does that place them outside the arena of our concern? When exactly is a stranger not worthy of our hospitality? Now, we're often scared to take people in because we're afraid of being taken in ourselves. We don't want to be duped or taken for a ride. And let's face it, it seems to happen often as we hear of scammers and con artists. We all know that people can make demands on us and can bleed us from time to time. But staying safe behind our locked doors has its own penalty. Remaining secure behind our locked doors means that people sometimes die from being uninvited. Behind locked doors and locked hearts, sometimes we care only for ourselves. We all need strangers and neighbours to test the quality of our mercy. And when we respond, we have the assurance that we minister to Christ. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, He rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Our faith hinges on the great commandment of love. May the Lord hear our prayers as we strive to live this command. For the church, that its members may be an instrument of God's love, especially to minority groups, to those left out of decision-making, to those with no access to power or a voice. Lord, hear us. For world peace that nations may come to reconcile their differences. Lord, hear us. For those who live in exile, that they may be welcomed and accepted into their adopted homeland. Lord, hear us. For our community, that we may express Christ's love by recognising his presence in our neighbour. 
Lord, hear us. For all who are in ill health and those who care for them, for healing, strength and peace. Lord, hear us. For those awaiting resurrection, that they may share in the joys of eternity, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. God of love, in love we make our prayers. In your love, grant them through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Look, we pray, O Lord, on the offerings we make to your majesty, that whatever is done by us in your service may be directed above all to your glory. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For through his paschal mystery he accomplished the marvellous deed by which he has freed us from the yoke of sin and death, summoning us to the glory of being now called a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for your own possession, to proclaim everywhere your mighty works, for you have called us out of darkness into your own wonderful light. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you.
In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith Save us, Saviour of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, Ken, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace.
May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. May the receiving of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy, be for me protection in mind and body and a healing remedy. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. We will wring out our joy at your saving help and exult in the name of our God. A prayer for spiritual communion in union with all who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, Come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection.
what has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. May your sacraments, O Lord, we pray, perfect in us what lies within them, that what we now celebrate in signs we may one day possess in truth. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks so much, everyone, for taking this time to listen to God's word and to praise God for his goodness and care. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, the Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, the NCC USA. Psalms, 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray, by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Sydney, Australia. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin, by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Faith, Hope and Love theme hymn in memory of William John Kelly, inspired by 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13. Music by Paul W. Kelly, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelp, 2019. Quiet Time Instrumental Reflection Music, written by Paul W. Kelly, 1988-2007, and this arrangement, Stephen Kelp, 2020. Today I Arise, Patricia J. Kelly, original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stephen Kelp, 2019. Production by KER 2020. May God bless and keep you. Today I arise with love from on high, the name of the three in one. Today I arise through heavenly eyes, your grace to God and guide. Today it be